Good afternoon. This is All India Radio and I am Abhishek Mukhopadhyay with the Midday News. The headlines. Supreme Court to hear rebel Congress MLA's plea tomorrow seeking direction to Karnataka Assembly Speaker to accept their resignations. Surrogacy Regulation Bill 2019 tabled in Lok Sabha. Wholesale inflation declines to nearly two-year low at 2.02% in June. Flood situation in Assam and Bihar remains grim. Rescue operations on. And in shooting, India bagged six medals on day two of ISSF Junior World Cup in Germany. The Supreme Court has agreed to hear tomorrow a plea of five more rebel Congress MLAs along with the pending petition of ten legislators seeking a direction to the Karnataka Assembly Speaker to accept their resignations. A bench chaired by Chief Justice Ranjan Gogoi took note of the submission of senior advocate Mukul Rohatogi appearing for the rebel MLAs that they be also made parties to the pending petition. Five more rebel Congress MLAs moved the apex court on Saturday against the Speaker not accepting their resignations. The court had on Friday restrained the Speaker K R Ramesh Kumar from taking any decision till Tuesday, that is tomorrow, on the resignation and disqualification of ten rebel MLAs of the ruling Congress JDS coalition. BJP MLA Suresh Kumar met Karnataka Assembly Speaker K R Ramesh Kumar and asked him to fix a time for the floor test. Mr. Kumar said all the 105 BJP MLAs are together, and Chief Minister H D Kumar Swami should prove his majority in the House. The Congress Legislative Party meeting was held in Bangalore this morning amid the political crisis in the state. Former Chief Minister Siddaramaiya presided over the meeting to plan a strategy to garner the support of re- resigned rebel MLAs. Health Minister Dr. Harshvardhan introduced the Saragessi Regulation Bill 2019 in the Lok Sabha today. The bill had been passed by the last Lok Sabha but lapsed after the dissolution of the House. The cabinet earlier approved the introduction of the bill that aims to prohibit commercial surrogacy in India. The bill proposes to regulate surrogacy in the country by establishing a national surrogacy board at the central level and state surrogacy boards and appropriate authorities in the state and union territories. The purpose of the bill is to ensure effective regulation of surrogacy, prohibit commercial surrogacy, and allow ethical surrogacy. Road Transport and Highways Minister Nitin Gadkari introduced the Motor Vehicles Amendment Bill 2019 in the Lok Sabha today. The bill seeks to amend the Motor Vehicle Act 1988. Increasing penalties of traffic violations address issues on third-party insurance, regulation of cab aggregators, road safety among the changes proposed in the amendment. The amendment bill proposes to omit a clause of the Motor Vehicle Act that decide how to maintain the registers for driving licenses to centralize vehicle registration data and achieve standardization. It also proposes a national transportation policy for ushering guidelines on the transportation of goods and passengers. The National Investigation Agency Amendment Bill 2019 was moved in the Lok Sabha today by Minister of State for Home Affairs G Kishan Reddy. Making a preliminary submission, the minister said the amendment will strengthen the investigation agency and speed up trials in terrorism-related cases. He further noted that the agency would be able to investigate terrorist acts against our embassies or assets abroad and take up cases of drug, arms, and women trafficking apart from cyber terrorism. 
Defense Minister Rajnath Singh today said the AN-32 planes of the Indian Air Force are completely airworthy. In reply to a question in the Rajya Sabha, Mr. Singh said, at present there are 118 AN-32 aircrafts which are in operation. He said of them 55 aircraft have been upgraded, but it does not mean that those which have not so far been upgraded are not airworthy. In his reply about AN-32 plane which crashed in Arunachal Pradesh recently, the Defence Minister said every aircraft accident is analysed through a court of inquiry and remedial measures are undertaken accordingly. President Ramnath Kovind has appointed Kalraj Mishra as the Governor of Himachal Pradesh. In a press communique, the President's House said Acharya Devrath has been transferred from Himachal Pradesh and appointed Governor of Gujarat. The appointments will take effect from the date they assume charge of the respective offices. Wholesale price-based inflation declined for the second consecutive month to its 23-month low of 2.02% in June, helped by decline in prices of vegetables as well as fuel and power items. According to official data released today, the wholesale price index, WPI-based inflation, was at 2.45% in May. It was 5.68% in June last year. Inflation in food articles basket eased marginally to 6.98% in June from 6.99% in May. Vegetable inflation softened to 24.76% in June, down from 33.15% in the previous month. WPI inflation data for April has been revised upwards to 3.24% from provisional 3.07%. A special judge holding trial in the demolition case of a disputed structure at Ayodhya moved the Supreme Court today seeking six more months to conclude the trial. The special judge in a letter written has informed the Apex Court that it is due to be superannuated on the 30th of September this year. The matter came up for hearing today before a bench headed by Justice R.F. Nariman. The bench asked the Uttar Pradesh government to apprise it by Friday about a mechanism by which the tenure of the special judge could be extended till he delivers the verdict. In April 2017, the top court had ordered day-to-day -day trial to be concluded in two years in the case. The Enforcement Directorate, ED, moved a Delhi court today seeking cancellation of bail to Rajiv Saxena, a middleman turned approver in a money laundering case related to the Augusta Westland chopper scam. The agency told the court that Saxena is not cooperating in the probe. Special Judge Arvind Kumar issued notice to Saxena and put up the matter for hearing on Thursday. The court had earlier allowed Saxena to turn approver and his plea for grant of pardon on the condition that he will fully disclose all information in the case. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at EIR News Alerts. The flood situation in Assam remains grim as new areas have been inundated. Several rivers, including the Brahmaputra, are maintaining a rising trend. Surging water has badly affected vehicular movement in the state as floods have submerged several important roads. Over 26 lakh people are dealing under floods in 28 districts. Borpeta, Morigao and Thubri among the worst hit. Relief camps have been set up in various districts for the displaced people. Incessant rain across Meghalaya for the last seven days and rising waters of two rivers have flooded the plains of West Garo Hills district. Officials today said more than one lakh people are affected. In Bihar, the flood situation continues to be grim in 10 districts. The Central Water Commission said several rivers including Bagmati, Gandak, Mahananda and Kamla are flowing above the danger mark. 
This has caused widespread devastation and inundation in Sitamari, Shivhar, Madhubani and East Champaran district. 32 deaths have so far been reported in the flood affected areas and many are feared swept away. Shelter camps have been opened in flood affected areas where food and drinking water is being provided. NDRF, SDRF and SSB teams have intensified relief and rescue operations in flood ravaged areas. National highways, rural roads and approach roads have been severely damaged at several places in Sitamahi, Sivhar, Araria, Madhubani, Kisangan, Saharsa and Darbhanga districts. Connectivity of several villages has been sapped with their block and district headquarters. Dharmendra Kumar Rai, AIR News, Patna. In Himachal Pradesh, the death toll in yesterday's building collapse at Kumar Hatti in Solan district has gone up to 13. Rescue operation is still on as at least one jawan is still trapped under the debris. More from a correspondent. The disease includes 12 army personnel and one civilian. The search is on for one missing army personnel who is still trapped under the debris. So far, 28 people including 17 army personnel and 11 civilians have been rescued and admitted in the nearby hospital. Search and rescue operation is underway by the NDRF. Meanwhile, Chief Minister Jairam Thakur today visited the incident site and inquired about the health of the injured. He said an magistral inquiry has already been ordered and guilty will be punished as per the law after getting the report. Sanjeev Sundarayal, AIR News, Shimla. A high-level committee set up by the government has proposed setting up of a national digital health mission. The report of the committee entitled National Digital Health Blueprint was released by the Health Minister Dr. Harsh Vardhan in New Delhi today. Both the centre and the state governments will be the owners and stakeholders in the new organisation. A combination of GSTN and UIDAI models of institutional structure has been proposed. Launching the report, Dr. Harshvardhan said, Centre proposes to implement the blueprint as part of Prime Minister Narendra Modi's vision of New India. In a year or two, we will try to integrate the data related to health workers and patients across the country to achieve the goal of health for all on time and make the dream of our Prime Minister come true. We appeal everyone to be a part of Ayushman Bharat. In the coming years, we will be able to implement the national health mission successfully. Indian Space Research Organization ISRO has called off the launch of India's second mission to moon, Chandrayaan-2, due to technical snag. ISRO spokesman B.R. Guru Prasad said, revised launch date will be announced later. The countdown for the launch scheduled for 2.51 a.m. was stopped 56 minutes and 24 seconds before liftoff following the announcement from the Mission Control Center. The fourth anniversary of the Skill India mission has been observed today. Seven functions have been organized across the country to mark the occasion. The main function will be held in New Delhi where Home Minister Amit Shah will deliver the keynote address. Union Ministers Nirmala Sitaraman, Narendra Singh Tomar, Ravi Shankar Prasad, Ramesh Pokhriyal Nishank, Mahindranath Pandey and R.K. Singh will also be present on the occasion. In Jammu and Kashmir, 54 centers are imparting training to the youth in 27 sectors under the Pradhan Mantri Kaushal Vikas Yojana. The objective of the scheme is to enable a large number of semi-skilled, unskilled or unemployed youth to take up industry-relevant skill training that will help them in securing a better livelihood. More from a correspondent. Skill Development Mission has started registration of candidates in the second batch of Pradhan Mantri Kaushal Vikas Yojana since last month. Over 4,800 candidates have been already trained in 15 trades. 
Around 11,000 candidates will be trained in the next three months in 22 skill sectors. Shakil Malik is one among six members of a group from Neva Pulwama in South Kashmir who got training as assistant electrician. Shakil said, "Four months ke kareeb raha mera course. Fayda ma raha kyunki humne twelfth pass kiya tha, to ham ek rupee bhi nahi kamate thi. Jab humne training liye, ham ab tera hazar se pandra hazar tak har ek lagga kamata hai." Tariq Rathar, AIR News, Srinagar. The News Services Division of All India Radio in its weekly bilingual live phone and program Public Speak will bring a discussion tonight on Skill India, Kaushal Bharat, Kushal Bharat. This can be heard on FM Gold Channel and additional frequencies from 9.30pm. Listeners can ask questions on telephone number 011-2331-4444 and post queries on a Twitter handle at AIR News Alerts by hashtag AskAIR. This program is also available on Doordarshan DTH. India has bagged six medals including two gold on day two of the International Shooting Sport Federation ISSF Junior World Cup at Seoul in Germany. In the men's 50 meters pistol event, Gaurav Rana claimed the top honours while Arjun Singh Chima settled for a silver. The duo also combined with Vijayveer Sidhu to pick up the team gold in the event. In the women's 50 meters pistol event, Priya Raghav won silver while Bibhuti Bhatia claimed the bronze. They also clinched the team silver combining with Harshda Nithave. England lifted the maiden ICC World Cup cricket trophy, beating New Zealand in one of the most nail-biting finals ever played. The match was tied twice before England were crowned world champions by virtue of having scored more boundary fours and sixes, 26, to New Zealand 17 in the entire match. Earlier, both the sides scored 241 in the 50 overs and were level on 15 when they batted for an extra over apiece. In tennis, Serbian Novak Djokovic won his fifth Wimbledon title after defeating Swiss tennis ace Roger Federer 7-6-1-6-7-6-4-6-13-12 in a match that lasted for more than four hours. The match had to be decided in the fifth set as both Federer and Djokovic won two sets each in the longest ever final to be played so far. This is Djokovic's 16th Grand Slam and fifth Wimbledon title. He is now level with Bjorn Borg as a five-time Wimbledon winner. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Supreme Court to hear Rebel Congress MLA's plea tomorrow seeking direction to Karnataka Assembly Speaker to accept their resignations. Surrogacy Regulation Bill 2019 tabled in Lok Sabha. Wholesale inflation declines to nearly two-year low at 2.02% in June. Flood situation in Assam and Bihar remains grim. Rescue operations on. And in shooting, India bagged six medals on day two of ISSF Junior World Cup in Germany. And with that, we end the midday news. <laughs>